Hello, everybody. Welcome to the, uh, the Stephen Show, show that I just made up because I wanted a microphone to talk into. It's nothing really specific about this thing. It's just kind of a place for me just to jibber-jabber about things that mean something to me, or basically kind of a, a rundown of my brain and where it's been for the past week or whatever. You know, the thing about doing a solo show is weird because I, I sat here in front of my microphone for a good, you know, five minutes just trying to prep myself for talking into it by myself. I'll do Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, which if you're new or you're listening to this for the first time, Horseshoes and Hand Grenades is a show that I do with my sister-in-law every Sunday about comedy and weird and odd news from all over the world, and we tell crazy stories about our own lives and all that stuff, and I've, I've found that that is incredibly simple to do. You turn on the microphone, you have somebody to banter back and forth with, and it's easy. Doing a solo show, there's a lot of pressure on you to just talk. And as comfortable as I am in front of the microphone, I'm not super comfortable doing anything alone by myself. I, I I constantly think that there's some sort of audience watching me and deciding whether what I'm doing makes sense or not. Hence why home exercise doesn't really work for me. Jumping around by myself, I constantly look around going, hey, somebody watching me? Am I doing it right? What's going on? That's called anxiety, folks. Welcome to that that world of thinking there's people watching you do stuff everywhere, and you sit there and get nervous to the point where you don't do stuff. So, in a way, this is sort of an experiment just to make me comfortable talking about stuff on my own. Um, there's a bunch of people that do. I'm kind of inspired by a, a few people that I listen to podcasts of. They have ensemble podcasts, and then they're like, hey, I'm doing this solo thing because other people do a solo thing, and they say it's very, um, not therapeutic. There's another word for it, but I don't know what that word is. But it's it's something... There's something that, that, that is good about it for you, and, uh, and so that's what I'm going to be doing for a little bit. I hesitate to call these episodes because episode has, a, has that show vibe, that, that I'm here to entertain you kind of vibe. Um, I don't want to call them sessions because that's what you call when you go to therapy. But, uh, you know, episode might just have to do because that's, that's, uh, that's kind of the only thing I've got. I call it journal, maybe. I call it all kinds of different things, but we're just going to start here. And uh, one of the things about it, I would love for it to be interactive. So if I say something that you guys are like, hey, Steven, that's completely wrong and your opinion sucks, I would love to hear from you. If you say, hey, Steven, that opinion is awesome, I would also love to hear from you. So if you, you're into that kind of thing, there's Twitter, there's there's email, which I don't think I've set up an email for this yet, but you, you can send one to the Horseshoes and Hand Grenades email at hnhshow at gmail.com. And just put the Steven show in the subject and I'll get it. So that would that would be fine. So you shouldn't really care about me babbling into the microphone. But if you do, then here I am to do it. Um, first things first, man. The only reason I'm able to do this show is because my baby's napping. So fatherhood has been an incredible experience and an incredibly exhausting one. Like there's no shortage of people who want to tell you how you should raise your kid. And not raise your kid like in a negative way, but how you should try this thing or try that thing or, oh, your baby's not sleeping, do this, do that. And it's, I almost find that to be more exhausting than the baby itself because it's something that makes you consistently second guess what you're doing all the time. You're like, oh, well, this isn't what this person said to do and that's not what that person said to do. So here lately, we've just kind of been doing our own thing and it's been going really, really well for the last two nights that Sam, um, which is the name of my little boy, Sam has slept really, really well. He woke up twice last night. He woke up at midnight, and then he woke up at 6 a.m. 
I even hesitate to call that last night. The only reason I call it last night is because we were sleeping at the time and had hoped to sleep longer. Um, so he's actually napping right now. I'm doing this Sunday morning about 9, almost 10 o'clock. He went down a little later than I wanted him to, which kind of sucks because we got to leave for church in about 15 or 20 minutes. And he's asleep. <laughs> so I'm going to feel like Indiana Jones at the beginning of Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've got my bag of sand and I've got the golden idol. And I need to switch it from this place to this place without waking him up. The unfortunate part is he doesn't have pants on because he's sleeping and it's cold out. So I have to put pants on him. This is going to not be fun. If he wakes up on his own, it's going to be fun. But that's neither here nor there. So so having a baby has been has been fantastic. Watching him grow, watching him do stuff. Like the day he started crawling out of nowhere, you kind of watch him. You're just like, what? Where did this come from? You know, and then the toys, he finally kind of understands a few things. He's knocking over blocks. He's crawling all over the house, which led us to Target yesterday to pick up all the safety things you've ever seen. And that's, that's you know, because you, you don't want to have to tell him no all the time. I'd rather him just be able to, to be free, to wander around the house and not feel like he's got to, you know, somebody's going to snatch him up and go, oh, no, don't touch that. You know, I want him to explore, but I don't want him to explore into things that are going to hurt. I mean, you know, kids are going to get hurt. It's fine. We had a tumble last night. We were playing. He fell over and bumped his head on the floor. But you know what? He's okay. He's okay this morning. We're all fine. But he is kind of kind of scary. So that uh, there's probably going to be a lot of stuff in the, the future episodes of this thing. And hopefully it gets better. Hopefully I get used to talking about all this and sitting by myself. And it'll be a, uh, a, better, a better experience for everyone overall. Um. But there's a few things, like, I don't have sounds, I don't have theme music, I don't have anything like that yet. But I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that for for me to go back and listen to and actually enjoy it, because just hearing somebody talk on a microphone is kind of sucky. So, they're probably, I'll probably add some some little blurbs, some segues, some stuff like that. But uh, moving on from my, my personal life, there's been some stuff that's really been aggravating me a little bit, and it's I think it's because of the news, it's because of the mainstream news, it's because of Twitter... It's because, I don't know, my generation upsets me from time to time. Um, there's, so the, the, there was a shooting in Oregon earlier this week. And I'm not going to pretend that I understand what that looks like to a community or to people nearby or to friends and family. I've never been there. I've never been there. But usually when these, these things happen, and it was, it was tragic. It was absolutely tragic. And uh, I guess the, the, the shooter was targeting Christians, uh, specifically no, just came in, start shooting, going nuts. And uh, that's never a good thing. I don't care what school you're at, what state you're in, what country you're in. People shooting people is bad. I think we can all agree that that's not a good thing. Um, but usually what happens is immediately after something like this, the, the argument of, you know, Second Amendment rights and who should own a gun and all this stuff starts coming out. And I, man, when it happens enough times, you find yourself... Or I find myself, I don't mean to speak for you, I find myself getting conflicted over pretty much everything. Because in some ways you look at it and, and you're like, okay, Second Amendment's in place, so we protect, we can protect ourselves from outside forces, including our own government, from taking our liberties, taking our rights, you know, those kinds of things. Taking our natural human rights to exist and do things. Um that's that that's necessary and uh i i value the second amendment i think it's it's important um 
I, but at the, at the same time, I worry at this point about just the state of how people are. And in, in broad sweeps, people are fine. You know, everybody's going to do their own thing. But these little anomalies out there, these these people that are just, I mean, downright crazy. There's nothing There's nothing out there to stop them from hurting other people. And so, so you have these two sides of this argument. You have this argument that you should take away all the guns from all the people. Then there's the argument that you should... Take you should give guns to all the people. These two things both seem a little crazy to me. And I know that some people's second amendment are like, oh, second amendment guarantees everybody the right to bear arms. And I'm like, yeah, it does. It absolutely does. But like, if you know, I mean, we take away the right to bear arms from felons, like pre, you know, cons. They can't have a gun. Um, so there's different there's different things where people aren't allowed to have weapons. Mentally ill people, not allowed to have weapons. The thing is, some of these people are mentally ill, but you don't know it. Then they have a weapon, then they shoot people. I don't want to make it any more difficult for somebody to have a gun. I have two in my house for home defense and, you know, some people like to go shoot, shoot trap, shoot skeet, whatever. It's fun. It's a good, t- it's a good time. Um, and at one point there was like an assault weapons ban in the country, so people couldn't get super crazy automatic weapons. That expired. And people can now have AR-15s and whatnot. But some of these things don't happen with that. They happen with shotguns or they happen with pistols. And it's it's kind of, it's hard to talk about. But one of the things I think that bugs me the most, this this is something that bothered me earlier, is that everybody who is posting data about gun violence, they'll post numbers. And some of these numbers are skewed to fit their already existing bias. And I think that's the part that drives me crazy. I was looking at a CNN chart, and it was like 30,000 people you know, died of gun deaths every year. Seven people died to terrorism within the U.S. But it didn't say that. Like, it didn't say that in the chart. It, it said 30,000 people die from gun deaths in the U.S., and then it said seven people die from terrorism. But in the fine print, it said terrorism within the U.S., and to be fair, they blocked out the war in Afghanistan to a whole different category, which I would I would kind of argue that the, the war on terror or the war in Afghanistan is a war on terror. Therefore, everyone killing someone is a terrorist. So, so I don't I don't think those numbers are fair. And the thing about the thirty thousand people from gun deaths in, in the United States, it didn't it didn't quantify what 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 portion of that was suicide, what portion of that was accidental death. So what they're doing is they're they're giving you all these numbers for gun deaths and they're going 30,000 that's crazy in Europe only 200 people or whatever. That's a much smaller area. I don't know what the population is in uh in in England. But they take these these other countries. The US pretty darn big. We got 300 million people. Um which may be different, you know, for others. But uh I don't want to talk about it too long cuz I only have so much time. But if you're going to post numbers about about gun deaths and you're going to equate it to an event that happened i would argue that you would you should post violent purposeful shootings to to say suicide and and let's be let's be real here in america because of the second amendment if they wanted to take away all the guns that would require a an another amendment to to take away the second amendment they did it with prohibition prohibition became an amendment to the constitution and in order to remove it, they had to have an amendment that removed prohibition. Um, and they'll do this. Like, if they want to repeal the Second Amendment, they're going to have to do it with an amendment. They can't do it with laws, um, which is like, I think it's a lot more. I, I wish I remembered all my government stuff, so forgive me for my ignorance. But I know it's a much more complex or takes a lot more votes for a constitutional amendment than it would for laws. 
And they can take away categories of weapons with laws. So here's the way I see it happening. You have everybody's allowed hunting rifles and people are allowed, um, well, let's say hunting rifles, shotguns, whatever you would use for your sport of hunting, right? You're not going to go hunting with an AR-15. You're not going to go hunting with a handgun. Um, so let's just hypothetically say that's the law they want to put in. They want to remove the handguns. They want to remove assault weapons um, from your weapons cache and leave you with nothing but shotguns and, and hunting rifles. There you go. All right. Well, how many of those suicides can also occur with a hunting rifle? All of them. How many of those accidents can also occur with a hunting rifle? All of them. So you're not... If you wanted to say all violent crime with an assault rifle or with a handgun, that would be fair. That would be fair. You could use those numbers. But I just don't like the idea of people skewing data or making it appear or gaining public support for data that isn't exactly accurate. It bothers me. That's all I have to say about that. Like, get your get your charts. Whatever push you're trying to go for, be fair with your presentation of your data. You can, if you want to take the guns... Here's what you need to present. If you, you know, this is the the thing you need to garner public support and be fair to everyone. You have seen the data, it is legit, and you can move on. That's that's what I think. And you know, I'm 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 kind of a staunch constitutional libertarian in a way. Like I get that there are going to be consequences to some of the things that we allow to happen, but we allow them to happen or we allow those things to exist, those rights to exist for other purposes. But I'm not above. I'm not above conceding the fact that something needs to change. It does because you just. I'm. I'm tired of seeing this stuff on the news. I'm tired of of mamas losing their babies. You know, when you become a dad, things the perspective changes on a lot. And I don't want people to be left defenseless, which is another issue. Because somebody was arguing, well, the police are there to save you, and I'm like, eh, police. You know, they've got stuff they're working on too. They've got other drug wars and crap they're trying to fight in these big cities. They're not going to be there for you. They're just, they're, they're not. So you need a way to defend yourself. So I will never vote for anything that said you're going to take guns from people's homes. I'm just, I, something, we got to do something. But I think that, I don't think the answer is easy. And I, I don't think it ever will be. Because there's a lot of people in this world, man. There's a lot of good, honest, wonderful people that live in this country. And there's a lot of jerky ones. But I think the good ones override the jerky ones. Or we would see this a lot more. So there you go. And since I don't have Segway music, here's the next thing. I don't know what to do without Segway music. Um, here's another thing, man. Here's another thing. This is, I don't want this to be Steven's opinion show. But I got one blurb I want to throw out there about this Trump thing. So, Because everybody talks about Trump. Everybody's talking about Trump. And I know I might be late to the bandwagon, but he's still, got, he's still doing well. He's doing well in those polls. Trump's doing fine. Here's what I don't like about Trump. When Barack Obama does anything, five billion people come out of the woods and are like, that man's a Muslim. That man ain't a Christian. He's pretending he ought not be a president if he ain't a Christian. Burp, 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 burp. And I, dude, I hate to, I hate to give it that, you know, country boy attitude. You could also have intellectuals. Well, Obama is not a Christian, so therefore he should not be president. Okay. Rule number one. Read about somebody's life and what they have to say about their particular re religion before spouting off about them being Muslim just because they have a funny name. Not fair. Um, he wrote a book, forgot what it was. I listened to it back when he was first running for president, 
where he did profess that his mother took him to various religious institutions when he was younger. His father a Muslim, fine, that's great. There's lots of people with fathers that are Muslims that aren't Muslims also. There's lots of Christians who have fathers that are, or lots of people with Christian fathers that aren't Christians. So let's not just lay somebody down because their dad, you know, was whatever. Anyway, he was, he respects religions. Go figure. That's a terrible thing. You shouldn't respect all religions. Crazy. No, it's stupid. So, so he, he has this healthy, what his mom did was take him to various places and be like, you decide what you want to follow. And then he went to a, he was in, I don't think, I think it was just Chicago at the time. And he just, he came to what he claims a relationship with Jesus Christ. You know what? If you claim a relationship with Jesus Christ, you have a relationship with Jesus Christ as far as I'm concerned. Whether that's a healthy relationship or not, I'm not there to judge. But all it requires is to believe in your heart and profess with your mouth, and you're a Christian, buddy. You're in the house. You're done. You're so, you're 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 sold. You got everything you need. Um, how you maintain that relationship is up to you. But to me, I think in, uh, somebody who is a Muslim would not be able to say such a thing and still have respect in the eyes of Allah. So I, I stay what you will. But I, if the man says he's a Christian, they're you know what? He is. And you say, well, his actions don't say it. Well, come on. Do your actions say it? Like, do your actions, like when you're behind closed doors, does that profess that you're a Christian, or is it just because you go to church every Sunday? So I think it's important that we we just, you know, figure that out. The thing about all this that bothers me is that people are upset or are following Trump in droves, in droves, and these people, you know, how are we going to get our Muslim president out of the White House? Well, Trump Trump, if, if is Trump a Christian? Have you asked yourself that? Because you ask it a lot about Obama, but have you asked it about Trump? And the reason I brought this up is because people, people are jumping on his bandwagon, and lots of Christian people who will turn around and say Obama's not a Christian, so he shouldn't be president, are jumping on this. And I've got an article from Business Insider about Donald Trump asking, being asked, like, what's one of your two favorite verses of the Bible? And uh, he's, he says, uh, I wouldn't want to get into it because to me, that's very personal. You know, when I talk about the Bible, it's very personal, so I don't want to get into verses. Uh, the Bible means a lot to me, but I don't want to get into specifics. That's just, that's that's one instance of somebody clearly dodging a question. I don't care who you are. Children dodge questions better than that. Um, and then there's this wonderful part where the interviewer asked him if he was an Old Testament guy or a New Testament guy. And he said, equal, you know. In other words, I have no idea what either of them have in them. I like them both. Because I want to satisfy the Christian voters who are coming to join my party. And then he took a Bible to a to a rally, and he was like, I brought my personal Bible with me. Look at me. I have a Bible. It doesn't mean anything. And then the kicker in another interview says, I've never asked for forgiveness from God because I don't think I need it. If I do something wrong, I'll uh, I'll deal with it. I'll atone for it on my own. Paraphrased. But that's basically the idea. So just, you know... Give people measure measure everyone with the same the same ruler. Don't uh don't act like you're 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 saving the day by talking about that stuff. But it just bothers me. I don't know why it bothers me. But I'm not gonna talk about bother me stuff all the time. I had to talk here's the thing. I had to talk about Oregon because it happened and it bothered me, and I had to talk about Trump because that's been driving me nuts too. And I just feel like people should be fair to each other. Um here's the thing that's fun though. Me and Ashley, who's my co-host on Horseshoes and Hand Grenades, have been doing some some development, along with uh, Jacob, her boyfriend, been doing some development on uh, streaming video games. This is a big thing that has come out over the past year or so, maybe year two. I mean, Twitch has been around forever. Twitch.tv 
has been a, a video game streaming service where you basically just drop into your PC or your PlayStation or your Xbox One, you stream video games. It's become hugely more popular with Xbox and PS4 because they have built-in sharing features. You say share, it broadcasts to Twitch, and you're done. So those things are getting huge. So me and Ashley and, and Jacob have been building... Jacob bought a PC for, for both gaming and productivity and for streaming so they could stream themselves play Diablo on the internet while talking. It's basically, think of it as like watching Horseshoes and Hand Grenades live while Horseshoes and Hand Grenades is playing video games. That's what we're doing. And that is super, super, super fun. We're having such a great time doing that. And Jacob's having a great time just building the PC. And it, I, I mean, it's a whole new world out there, man. Like I've been watching people play video games. And I find myself enjoying what they're doing. It's entertaining. So we're going to do the same thing. We're going to do some different events. We're going to do some uh, some streaming of different games. Uh, Uncharted the, the Uncharted Collection on PS4 is coming out this weekend, October 9th. So I'm going to be playing that. That's going to be super awesome. And I'm thinking about streaming that while I play, which will be more fun if I can get Jacob and Ashley to relinquish the Diablo for a little while. So that'll be fun. Um, on top of that, NaNoWriMo is next month. NaNoWriMo, for those who don't know, is National Novel Writing Month. What am I going to do? I don't know. I don't know what story I'm going to write. So I've participated in this thing the last two years. I won. No, I've participated. Let's, okay. I've signed up for the last, I don't know, since it started. I have participated by actually writing things the last two times, or two years. Um, the pre Last year I wrote something. I only made it to 30,000 words, and the story fell apart on me. I could no longer find the the point I was trying to make so I didn't love the characters I didn't re I wasn't really in love with the plot I wasn't really in love with where it was going and I'm not a strong enough writer to just take it and twist it and make it something that I want it to be um, so I had to put it down but the year before I did make it to fifty thousand words fifty thousand and three words to be exact I wasn't done with the story but I made it to my fifty thousand goal and I stopped and that story was fun that story was really good. It was starting to, I was starting to lose where I was going, but I powered through it and I got something written up to 50,000 words. The big problem with it is those 50,000 words, I didn't, uh, I didn't complete the story. I didn't have a the end moment. So unfortunately that didn't, that didn't occur. And that's okay. You know, that's fine. I got, I have, I have another chance this year. So if you have ideas, if you have a writing prompt you want to send me that just might get my engines going. That would be great. You can send that to hnhshow at gmail.com. Just put the Stephen Show in the subject line, and I'll uh, I'll read it. Um, if you have any opinions about anything I've talked about, I feel like this this was I feel like this episode was not what I wanted it to be, but at the same time, I feel like it was something that needed to I needed to get off my chest, which is what this is for. This is to be honest, this is for me more than it is for you. So I have this in the future, and I can look back at it one day and be like, man, what I was saying was stupid. I'm an idiot. I needed to think like this, you know, because you change, you change over the years, and it's fun to be able to look back. So if this is a diary of sorts, then this is what it's going to be. Um, but I am already running good and late for church, so I got to go get this baby up. This is not going to be fun. This is he's sleeping. I was hoping he would wake up by now, and we would be good to go. So uh, yeah, that's going to be great. So uh, this was fun, though. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to try to do it um, Sundays. I'm going to really have to do it whenever I have the time. So if you guys do enjoy listening, just be patient with me. Because I got some, I got a lot of stuff going on, and I got little time to do it. And this is a 20 minutes I could carve out this morning. So um, 
Got horseshoes and hand grenades this afternoon, barring any kind of incidents. So I'll be back on the internet doing that later at 2.30, uh, which you're not going to care because this podcast ain't going to come out till I'm done mixing it down and all that stuff. But have yourselves a wonderful day, a wonderful time, a wonderful week. Um, care about each other. Do something good for your friends. Get together and, and just, you know what, love people. That's I think that's the, the end of the all you need to do. People you don't like, love them anyway. See you guys. Have a good one. Bye.